0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Fantasy Binge. I am your host, Tamara, sitting here with my co-host. Tony James, the fantasy sage. Tony James, the fantasy sage. Again, this is Fantasy Binge. You can catch us on Apple iTunes under Fantasy Binge, on SoundCloud, and yes, no, not on YouTube yet. No, and I, we're going to shoot for next year. Yeah, I've, I've decided that just is not happening. It's <laughs> not happening. So football this week. Man. First thing I'm going to say is everyone's feet exploded. Foot, <laughs> leg. It's crazy. Yeah. Injuries have been nuts the last two weeks. Uh, Greg Olson, his Man. foot exploded. Ugh. We were sitting there watching the ga- watching the games This in the morning. And the first notification that comes across my screen is A.J. Green. And all I'm thinking is, darn it, I didn't start Tyler Boyd because A.J. Green said he was fine. And then two seconds after that, boom, another alert. Greg Olson, foot exploded. (laughs) Ruptured plantar fascia. A lot of exploding feet around the NFL. Oh, my goodness. Um, We had another exploding foot today. Yeah, we'll get into that in the news. Um, And then, unfortunately, Colt McCoy suffers the same fate as Alex Smith. So unfortunate. Fractures his tibia. Now, they said
1: this morning that doesn't necessarily mean his season's over.
0: That's exactly what it means. It means his season is over. And all of a sudden I see them bringing Mark Sanchez out onto the field. Oh
1: my gosh, what a disaster. It it just, it never fails. I feel bad for Jay Gruden. I feel bad for the Washington Redskins as an organization. They just make bad decisions and they lead to last decisions. These guys were ahead in the division and rolling, looking good, And then all of a sudden, there goes Alex Smith. And with him, there goes your season.
0: Now, they were talking this morning on Good Morning Football about how Jay Gruden was discussing the whole are they going to sign Cap thing. So they talked about it. And we discussed this morning how I feel like at what point is that going to be over? It's not. You know, like if it would be one thing if Cap was like giving me Terrell Owen videos where he's. In His front yard catching footballs and mid flips and stuff, uh, but every but he's he's not knocking on doors to play football. Everybody right now. that's around Cap, though, says he's in the best shape of his life. He might be. Uh, the, I know 70 year old women who are could, in the best shape of their life, it doesn't mean they're trying to play f- professional football. Dude could
1: walk onto the field right now and play football and be just fine.
0: Do you know that for sure, or you're just thinking?
1: I, I just told us, I said this morning, I bet Bunny on it, I bet you. I'd be willing to bet that he can step on the field and have play a better game than Mark Sanchez. Play a better game than Cole McCoy. That is possible. I'm just saying.
0: Ah, well, either way it goes. Um, they decided not to sign Cat. Mm-hmm. And they actually ended up signing some kid named Josh Johnson. Off right. of free agency, apparently he worked out the same time as Mark Sanchez. They decided at the time to go with Sanchez as the third string, and now looks like this Josh Johnson kid is going to play. He'll be playing soon enough. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you think, soon enough. You think
0: that's how quick Mark Sanchez is going to Sanchez?
1: He's going to do what he's always done as, as he's been around the league. He's him. He's not that great. Like he was cool in college. He is not an NFL caliber quarterback.
0: So I know you guys heard me complaining Saturday about how horrible Drew Brees did. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Jared Goff was a very close second for me in his <laughs> underwhelming performance.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty tough. They still won the game though, right? They still they still won the game.
0: They still won. Yeah. But that's not what's important for my fantasy. <laughs> Because as you guys may Todd Gurley is back. Or may not know. Oh gosh. As horrible as I've been doing this season. <laughs> I have made the playoffs in one. In one out Caught of him. my three fantasy leagues. One
1: league. Yes, she did. She made it in 6th seed.
0: There we go. Hey. She's
1: got to play against me in the first round of the playoffs. Hey, I'm going
0: to play I'm going to play prevent. I'm going to try you to Gotta
1: see how it goes. I'm gonna try the to team s- is projected pretty nicely. <laughs> Pretty nice. Now, granted, I had to. No, we'll talk about that later.
0: Now, this is the team that I have David Johnson on. Mm-hmm. And can I say I'm officially over, DJ?
1: I, look, I need you to start him this week so we can have another week of Chase Edmonds stealing all his touchdowns. <laughs> that was fantastic to watch. Now, now, not for the David Johnson owners, of course, but for all the teams that were playing against David Johnson. And they got down on the goal line, and it was like, where's, is that? No, uh, Who is that? That's he's not, not Nope, that's that Edmonds guy again.
0: Chase Edmonds. <laughs> Chase Edmonds. Uh
1: five for 53 and two
0: touchdowns. 19.6 points.
1: That was that was so terrible. I hated it. I felt bad for all of you DJ owners out there. Those of you who drafted him third overall, right after Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley. He's sitting
0: at a smooth 7.7 for last week. <sighs>
1: That's so. I could have started Naeem
0: Hines over him and, and scored better.
1: There's a part of me that feels like maybe they're just preserving him because why go out there and get him broken? You're like their season's over.
0: I could have started Dalvin Cook.
1: They're not fighting for a wild card spot. They're not. Their season is done. So why run that guy into the ground if you don't have to?
0: James Conner got hurt and outscored.
1: Him. Oh, that was painful too. That that really really hurt me. Derrick Henry. Just naming all the... The people that outscored David Johnson. Darren
0: Sproles.
1: <laughs> Darren Sproles. He got in the end zone. We talked about that the other day. He got in the
0: end zone. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard outscored him? Peyton Barber. Oh, Gus man, Edwards. Man. Ty Montgomery. Ooh. All names that outscored David Johnson last week.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, mm.
0: So Needless to say There was The only other Thing I can think of That just stuck out From Last week's performances Was apparently Stefan Diggs Injury Like all of a sudden, like Sunday morning, they were saying his knee was swollen to the size of watermelons, but he got out there and played.
1: He played. I was surprised he played. I thought he was just going to be used as a decoy. He actually caught some passes. He caught
0: some passes, but I'd still um, say definitely this injury affected his yeah, game. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. He was a, he was a step step slower than normally, but you know. He got you some production. He, he got didn't you, get you a zero. He probably got more than David Johnson did.
0: No, he did not. He actually. did not. Actually, he did. 7.9 <laughs> yeah, in PPR. He
1: got, if he was David in your Johnson flex spot, 7. he got more than David Johnson got.
0: So I think usually where we would run down like scores and, and all that in our leagues, let's just take a look at who has made it. Who made it and who didn't. I like that. Now, in couples
1: therapy, we're not there yet. We've still got one more week of regular season. Okay, so I'll just read the other two
0: leagues. Um, so it looks like in the Champs Only League, uh, Mariachi Music, Got the Buy, got the buy. 12 and 12 1. 12 and 1, my goodness. Team Niner Walker, 7 and 6, will be playing Team Forbes, 8 and 5. Mm-hmm. Tiny Toes, that is moi, will be, uh, 7 and 6, will be playing Kiki Loves Me, 9 and 4. Silent Ninja, 6 and 7, will be playing Prestige drip Set, who is 9 and 4. Shout
1: out, Nick. Good job! You get to relax this week.
0: Now, in the work league, I did not make it into the playoffs. Ooh. Unfortunately, Ooh. I ended up with a losing record, four and nine. Ooh. So Ooh. I am not in there. In this playoffs, we have two buys. So Sacto Yep, I know, eleven and two. I um, earned a buy as well as Kiki Loves man, earned nine a and buy. four. Earned I, got, a buy. I
1: stole it from your dad.
0: Team Awesome Boy will be playing Exo Jet Fantasy Baller. Uh, Baller is seven and six. Team Awesome Boys eight and five, and Fo Blue Chip six and seven will be playing Silver Surfer nine and four.
1: Mm. It's gonna be a good week. Gosh,
0: while I did not have the worst record in the league, I definitely was nowhere near. It's gonna this. be a good
1: week. I got a few buys floating around out there. My nine leagues, I made the playoffs in six.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Um, and one, two, three of which I have earned the bye. So nice. I only have to focus on the other three matchups this week. The other three <laughs> I can put put off until next week, which feels pretty good.
0: All right. Let's get into this news, 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 news. <laughs> uh, first news of the day. So we t- touched on this a little bit. James Conner, oh, turns man. out he is hurt. No matter what.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they (laughs) said it wasn't as serious.
0: Oh no, no, no. no. And then they were like, oh yeah,
1: it's pretty serious. Our bad. More serious than we thought. He's at least gonna miss this week for (laughs) sure.
0: So if he misses this week, um, what does this mean for James Samuels? Jalen. Jalen, sorry. Um Antonio Brown. Are we gonna see it's gonna be a pass heavy bin in the wide receivers? Um, now, the Steelers went out and signed Trey Edmonds off their practice squad, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't mean anything.
1: Who's their matchup this week? Let's take a look and see who they have this week. Because realistically, Jalen, uh, Jalen Samuels is a good backup for James Conner, and he can be effective. He won't fumble the ball. Um, but realistically, whoever they're playing is going to determine. I believe they're at home, and I believe they're in a good match.
0: Do they have Oakland. No. Okay. Yes, they do.
1: At, they're in Pittsburgh against yes. Oakland. So fortunately for them, this is a game where they don't need Connor. Edmonds is going to be, uh, excuse me, Samuels is going to be able to run the ball just fine. Um, no,
0: they're playing in Oakland.
1: Oh, they're playing in Oakland. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have to consider the, the, the Ben Roethlisberger effect when he's on the road, and it's real. He does not play that well on the road. Having said that, it's Oakland, um, so Jalen Samuels will get some run. I think this is the best game for him to play in. If it's, you know, going to be a game where he has to carry the load, so I think he'll be just fine. If you have another option, go with another option. But if you don't have anybody else and you were able to get Samuels off of waivers, I think I'd be 100% comfortable starting him this week.
0: Now, while we're talking about Oakland, it was news earlier this week was that Doug Martin, running back for Oakland, would be questionable with a knee injury. (sighs) He's since come out, I think, today? and um says he's ready to play he's going to play against pittsburgh good um but apparently just in case he's not oakland has signed cj anderson for some reason
1: yeah i don't know what that's about (laughs) i just read that news this morning and i was like okay i don't know where they're going with that and he may just be an insurance policy um but doug martin has been consistent right and so if he's healthy. Well, if he's actually healthy, don't get wrapped up in the whole, oh, I say I'm healthy, and then they put him out there for five snaps, and now he's on the sideline like what happened to A.J. Green. Right. <laughs> right. You don't want to get caught up in that. Again, if you have another option, start another option. I would not start Jalen Richard. I just don't believe in him, especially against Pittsburgh. Um, so if you believe Doug Martin is healthy, rock with him. If not, stay away from the running game. And Plus, they're probably going to be coming from behind and have to throw quite a bit in this game.
0: While we're talking about it, AJ Green out for the season. He's done. Done. Donezo. Um. What does this mean? I mean, Tyler Boyd was picking up the slack while he was Boyd out and before. Ross.
1: Boyd and Ross. Yeah,
0: but remember that was when they had Andy Dalton throwing to them.
1: That is true. We saw John Ross catch a touchdown two weeks ago with the backup quarterback in. Um. I don't. I don't. I didn't get too much of the game last week. Um, So I'm not sure how they fared in their matchup. Let me look it up.
0: If you didn't get too much of it, I know I didn't. Why wouldn't you have gotten too much of the game?
1: I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't a high score and they didn't show enough.
0: Yeah. Well, while you're looking that up, let's go ahead and stay on um, Hmm. foot injuries. We kind of alluded to this earlier, but – Emmanuel Sanders torn Achilles during practice today. Cortland Sutton time. That's what I was going to say. Now, I had given up on Cortland Sutton because nothing was happening. But this might actually turn around his value now that Sanders is is hurt. Because that's pretty much all they have. They have nothing else in their depth chart. And remember Denver, sorry, Denver just their um, first string tight end just got hurt last week. So now they're working with a second string tied in. Sanders is hurt. It's either going to be run heavy, depending on Phillip who they're Lindsay's playing. He's going to
1: ball. And I would play Cortland Sutton now. What you have to expect is that Cortland Sutton is now going to be getting attention from whoever the number one cornerback on the mm-hmm. other side of the ball is. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, really pay attention to the matchup because we've had, we've never had to, had to see him in a wide receiver one capacity. So we don't know. What he can actually do. Um, having said that, he's going to get the lion's share of the targets in the passing game. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, Denver has the absolute best schedule for the playoffs, right? So this is inopportune. Like this would have been the best time to have Emmanuel Sanders on your roster and Cortland Sutton, or Sutton on your roster. For weeks 14, 15, and 16, they get San Francisco, Cleveland, and Oakland mm-hmm that's their games over the next three yeah. weeks so it, it, you want to rock with your denver awesome, offense but i'd be interested to know who the other wide receiver pieces are to know whether or not Cortland sutton's actually going to be a value you're definitely going to start philip Lindsay, and i would and i would actually take a flyer on case keenum over the next three weeks
0: denver's other options deshaun hamilton andre holmes tim patrick
1: Guys I've never heard of.
0: River Craycraft? Craycraft?
1: Yeah, I don't know who any of these guys are.
0: Uh, yeah, that's um, why I said that. that's it. They, they're they either going to a running game or I don't know. Uh, okay, so.
1: I'm looking at some other receivers that they threw the ball to last game. Um, a. Janovich and Matt Lacoste. Uh, also, as part of their receiving, Lacoste corps.
0: is the tight end. Uh, Lacoste is the, the, tight the end. backup tight end. Okay, and Andy is not a wide receiver. He's a fullback.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: So, I mean, that's because they have no other wide receiver. They're just throwing anybody the ball.
1: Yeah. So, as for the Bengals last week, they lost twenty four to ten to Denver. Um, Jeff Driscoll was twenty five for thirty seven, two hundred thirty six yards, one touchdown, one pick. The touchdown that he threw was to a receiver named core that I've never heard of before, but Tyler Boyd had six receptions for 97 raw, uh, 97 yards, which isn't bad with the backup. Uh, Joe Mixon had 12 carries for 82 yards. Um, so usual suspects, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd seemed to be just fine. John Ross only had two receptions for 13 yards. So he's touchdown dependent. So I would say, Denver's a decent defense, mm-hmm. and they did okay. They did, didn't put up a bunch of points, mm-hmm. but six for ninety-seven is a good stat line. If he could have gotten the end zone, we'd be talking about a whole different week for him. Who is this? Tyler Boyd.
0: I'm sorry, because all of a sudden you just start talking about Tyler Boyd, or either I missed your intro yeah, into you did. Tyler Boyd. Okay. No,
1: we remember we were going, we were looking up Cincinnati stats, and I was looking that
0: up. Then why did I start looking up Denver? His their depth chart. Because we started talking
1: about, you went on to Emmanuel Sanders. I was taking us oh, back okay. to Cincinnati. Sorry.
0: Okay. I missed the part where to go back. <laughs> That's just us working out the show live. <laughs> All right. So um, let's go ahead and stay on the, let's go ahead and, yeah, let's go back to the Bay, San Francisco. Matt Breed is out. Yeah. Her good one is back. Now, he was out for, like, personal reasons. Okay. Um, I'm just mentioning this to, to, you know, they've got a couple wide receivers back. But really, what does Breida out mean for Morris, Alfred Morris?
1: Nothing. He sucks. (laughs) You know He he was fine in Dallas, but Dallas had one of the best offensive lines in the league. Right? Any running back is going to look fine behind that offensive line. But the 49ers' offense has stalled. I, I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, Kittle still seems to be fine, but as far as everybody else is concerned, I, right. I think Nick Mullins had a decent week last week, if I'm not mistaken, but that's nothing. I wouldn't hoot and holler about that offense to be quite frank.
0: Okay. So you're not sneaky starting mm-hmm. anybody in nope. their running back core. Mm-mm. And then, um,
1: look, they put up 16 points last week. Now Mullins had a great game. He threw for 414 yards. Who
0: was catching the ball
1: and two touchdowns. Both touchdowns went to Dante Pettis. And we talked okay. about Dante Pettis because Goodwin week. was out. Because Goodwin Garcon- and Garcon Sonner. was out. So I said Dante Pettis and George Kittle are gonna be the only guys that's gonna be worth the start on that offense. George Kittle was six for seventy. Other than that, there's nobody that I would say, Oh, let me go plug this guy in, because now that Breed is yeah. out, he's, he's gonna, gonna get
0: all the touches. It's okay. not gonna happen. All right, so reports are saying Mitch Trubisky is practicing. He could return this week. He will. However, I'm going to follow my golden rule of I don't really like you when you're just getting back from being hurt. Does this mean better production from Trey Burton? What does this mean for Allen Robinson?
1: It's a boost up for everybody. You got your starting quarterback back at the helm. He's, I mean— Everybody's numbers improved, especially Trey Burton. Especially Trey Burton. We've seen Trey Burton kind of disappear in these last—he was okay the first week Trubisky was out. They got that win on Thanksgiving against Detroit. Um, But this past week was a tough loss. Uh, They made a a bit of a comeback late. They still ended up losing to the Giants, a team they should have never lost to, and had Trubisky played. And I heard Trubisky was actually healthy, and they just figured the same thing that I figured. It's the Giants.
0: Okay, well, then I'm going to re- revise my statement then. If Trubisky was healthy enough to play last week and they just gave him a little bit of extra rest because they thought they could afford it, mm-hmm. then I am uh, I would definitely play him this week. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I, Trubisky being back is, like I said, it's a boost for everybody. It's a boost for Tariq Cohen. It's a boost for Allen Robinson. It's a boost for Taylor Gabriel, for all of those guys. Now, their matchup...
0: This week, Uh, Chicago is playing the Rams
1: in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Now, the Rams defense has not been what we are used to it being in years past. But with that said, they do still have an amazing pass rush. Um, So if they can protect Mitch... And he'll have a good game, and I'll even go as far to say that they could potentially beat the Rams. The wow. Chicago Bears defense is fantastic, and if they can put some pressure on Jared Goff, then then they can then they can I think they can beat them. I don't think I don't know that they will. They but have they, the ability to.
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting. Uh, Michael Thomas did not practice today, so you definitely want to keep, keep a, an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. Well, we probably will have more information on whether he is going to play or not going to play in the next game. Definitely. Uh, Deontay Foreman was activated from the PUP. I like it. Does this hurt Lamar Miller?
1: Nope. Not yet.
0: Does it hurt Alfred Blue?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of course, it hurts Alfred. Of course, it hurts Alfred Blue. Uh, Deontay Foreman has been the second best running back on that roster for a long time, and at times it's better than Lamar Miller. Just depends on game script. Lamar Miller's been running well for the past few games, so you stay with a high hand. Houston's won eight straight, so they're not going to go away from what they've been doing. Having said that, if Lamar starts to struggle, Deontay Foreman is a very, very good change of pace back.
0: All right, some more early news. Um... Kenny Galladay was limited in practice today with a quad injury. Gosh. Yeah. So, and uh, On Johnson is still out. Yep. And I I feel like all this time I've been saying Bilal Powell when it's Brandon Powell, who's yeah. uh, second string. Yeah, Bilal Powell's a jet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, Brandon Powell, you know, is... <sighs> Oh, I, now I can't remember. Is he the wide receiver? Theo Riddick's the wide receiver behind Kenny Galladay. No, Theo Riddick's a running back. Okay, then he's, I have to has been the He's forward. the pass-catching running back. But And then just to top it all off, Matt Stafford was out today with a back injury. So whether he if he practices tomorrow, that's a good indicator that maybe he was just taking a rest. But if he doesn't, now you're talking about a whole bunch of injuries in Detroit. That's going to affect their game
1: play. I've been saying for weeks— if on Johnson plays, play him. If Kenny Galladay plays, play him. If Matt Stafford
0: plays, play him?
1: Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, if Carryon Johnson is out, Theo Riddick is a good pass-catching uh, running back. He's shown that over the last couple of weeks, and we know who's getting the ball on the goal line. That's LeGarrette Blunt all day long on the goal line. Um, so with on out, it becomes a one-two punch in the backfield with um, – with uh, Riddick and Blunt And in the re- for the receivers The only receiver I want on that offense is Carrion You mean Kenny Galladay? Yes, Galladay
0: but Sorry. If, if Galladay plays So keep an eye out for that A little bit more early news today T.Y. Hilton did not practice today With his uh, shoulder injury So you'll definitely want to keep an eye out for that We'll talk about that on Friday slash Saturday's show uh, Kenyon Drake injury he was no pra- no contact practice today so at least he was suited and booted he just I don't know I am i haven't been playing him he's been doing amazing now I might put him back in my lineup he's hurt Kenyon Drake
1: mm. yeah that you know what's his name is back Tannehill's back uh, been back for a few weeks now mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake is just one of those guys that's really hard to predict yeah and when you play him, he's crap. And when you sit him on your bench, he puts up twenty.
0: <laughs> exactly. And it's
1: super frustrating. Yeah, it's like um, I might as well just cut him. With a guy like that, you don't cut him. I, it's it's what hard right? not to cut him because you don't want somebody else to pick him up and then beat you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you don't want. So you—that's
0: the reason why I still have a DJ.
1: I stay. I purposely don't draft guys like that. Like, I'll never have Lamar Miller on one of my fantasy teams. I'll never have Kenny and Drake on one of my fantasy teams. There are certain guys that I'm just like.
0: That's
1: how I feel about Jay Like, nope, Jay is another one. Mm. I'll just never, ever, I don't care. I'm sitting on the board and he's the best running back there. I'm well, like, I'm taking, I'm a, taking on a receiver <laughs> <laughs> or that might be the round I draft a quarterback or right, I might do something weird or I'll take a tight end or something. But to some of those dudes, I just never feel cut Tevin Coleman is another one that I never feel too confident in. DeMarco Murray for a while. Uh, of course, he's not even in the league anymore. But
0: That's how I feel about McCoy. I, I've watched I, him burn people I, too much.
1: Yeah, I hate that wishy-washy. Production and McCoy will make that list after the season.
0: Well, speaking of wishy washy production, Julio Jones' foot injury did not practice today. Wow, so.
1: he's been having issues with it with with his feet for a long time now. For years, for years. years. So as he gets throughout the season, as it gets later and later in the season, it all it never fails.
0: Now, um, Buffalo just up and decided to release Kelvin Benjamin. He sucks. And. My first thought is that that pretty much that just leaves Zay Jones, and we saw this week, Jay Not only this did week, did he catch two touchdowns? Yeah, uh, four for sixty-seven, two touchdowns against Miami. Now he did not score anything in the week before that. The week before that was a bye, and then he was eight for ninety-three and a touchdown against the Jets. You know, so you know
1: what helped Zay Jones get open? Kelvin Benjamin. Having Kelvin Benjamin on the other <laughs> side of the field that teams have to worry about.
0: Well, now teams don't have to worry
1: about <laughs> So them. I don't know that this was uh, the best move this late in the season. Again, Buffalo's not a team that's looking at any any playoff picture or anything like that. But actually, they, they're a team that loves to spoil some things. And they're in a division where they could really spoil some things for some people. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about the move or the timing of it. Especially if you're not bringing anybody in to replace him. Um, And I actually think this hurts Zay Jones.
0: Okay. So then, don't be fooled by his production last week. He might not be able, have the ability, literally, to Mm -hmm. put that type of production back up. Yep. I heard some interesting news, or read some interesting news today, where Cam Newton was commenting about still feeling pain in his right shoulder. I believe it. And... I thought—now, he's he's like, like oh, you know, I'm healthy enough to play. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. But I thought to myself, if it's enough for the sports reporters to be asking you about it and you to be commenting on it, then there's something there.
1: Two weeks ago, I was looking at his throwing motion. And I was look at how he was laboring that arm when he was bringing it around. And his well, release point. Well, I remember point, about
0: two weeks ago, he landed on that shoulder. Yeah, his, and they thought he had re-injured it.
1: His release point has been a lot different, which is why a lot of his passes have been missing in the past couple of weeks. And that didn't change in this past week. So it's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with that said, Christian McCaffrey's a monster. Yes. He can he can throw short passes. Right. But they took him out of the game on that last play of the game because he not he could not throw the ball 60 yards. Right. There's something to be said for that. There, that takes away from Devin Funches' production. If it's not in the red zone, it actually helps. Um, it actually helps uh, uh, more. DJ more mm-hmm. because again, he's used in those really weird packages in that offense where a lot of his passes are are dink and dunk. Now it sucks that Greg Olson is out because he was receiving benefit from that those short passes as well.
0: Yeah, was he?
1: Yeah, I was I was fine with Greg all all season. The the games that he's played again, I expect very high production. Tight ends are a dime a dozen. If you don't have one of the top three, then you you kind of just have have everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to feel about Cam. I don't know that I would start him as my quarterback. Um, but I would start some of the pieces around him because that often still tends to go.
0: Okay. And then the last thing I have is regarding d So do you have anything other than that that you want to talk about in the news section? No. Last little bit of news. uh, Tampa Bay, uh, ESPN, uh, Tampa Bay reporter states that Tampa Bay possibly could hold Deshaun Jackson out rest of season Mm -hmm. with this Mm -hmm. injury. Mm -hmm. Now. I was listening to the footballers. Oh, and I do want to discuss something. I'm totally gonna to take this from the footballers because okay. I thought this is something we probably would have. I don't know if we disagree on it too. But um footballers said um they wouldn't be surprised if this was the end of Deshaun Jackson in Tampa Bay.
1: Um I don't think I disagree with that. Uh they they're not gonna get rid of Mike Evans. Okay. Right. Mike Evans is kind of a staple on that roster. Unless Mike Evans starts making some waves about not wanting to play with Jameis or Jameis not being the right quarterback for the team, I actually think they would get rid of Jameis Winston before they got rid of Mike Evans. Mm. Um, But – Mike Evans and Jameis Winston just simply don't have a rapport. Okay, He has a much better rapport with Ryan Fitzpatrick. We saw it earlier in the season. He was much more productive when Fitzpatrick was was at the quarterback. And so I kind of feel like under Jay, as long as they're going to go with Jameis, his talent is being wasted. He's still a burner. He's still fast. He's still one of the fastest receivers uh-huh. in the league, and he can still catch. Now, granted, oftentimes he hits the ground hard and, and he gets up slow uh-huh. after one of those catches. But um, – I would not be surprised if D-Jack started saying he wanted out. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, he was already talking that mess earlier this season before they initially benched Jameis Winston. Okay, I think he wants out.
0: All right, so that ends news. Now, again, I'm going to totally apologize in advance to fantasy footballers, but this question was just so good that I wanted to discuss it here in okay. this format. I so I
1: have not listened to... Is it to today's foo- Yeah, episode? today's footballers. Okay, I haven't listened all week, So
0: actually. I am, one, going to preface this by saying shout-out to fantasy footballers. It, if you're listening to us, you should definitely be listening to them for dope. your daily fantasy news. Most definitely. News and
1: Andy, Jason, Mike.
0: And all of that.
1: And listen to their Spitballers podcast. That's funny, too.
0: All right. <laughs> so they had an ethical question write-in okay. where one of their listeners said that she was... In the playoffs, or mm-hmm. or making a maybe a first round playoff bid, or I'm sorry, let me go back uh, for the buy.
1: Did she get the buy, or well,
0: the person who could have taken it from her was playing a team who was kind of half assing all year. Mm-hmm. So she texted that person and told them what players to play, and so that they could beat that person. Nope. And she got the first round. That's bye. foul. OK,
1: that's foul. You don't do that. <laughs> there are James in the league for a reason. You GM your own team. Now, I've been in that same situation before because there's always like I don't want. First of all, I don't want anybody to not be participating the way that they should be participating in the league. Right. Um, second, I don't want anybody to be gifted a win that they may not have gotten.
0: If the person was actively managing otherwise. Mm -hmm. So
1: that's a very difficult sometimes I want to be like, hey, you got this dude on your bench that's out for the season. Cut him and pick somebody else up and start this guy. Why do you have five kickers? Do (laughs) them different with your roster. But as much as I wanted to do that a few times this season, especially as the commissioner, I had to just sit back. And say, okay, he's GMing his team. If that means that he's a give me all year this year, then that's just what that means for everybody. And then next year, I need to make a change and say, either you're going to monitor your team throughout the entire season or you can't play. But to go behind everybody's back and say, yo, do this, 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 and this. To earn yourself a spot in the playoffs is kind of shady.
0: Now, the argument against it is how is that any different than if they would have asked for advice? And I feel it's totally different. They didn't.
1: Because they didn't.
0: Right. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's if this exactly person was minding their business, and w- w- like, if I would have had that person's phone number, maybe I would have texted them and told them, oh, when mm-hmm. you're playing so-and-so, play this person, this person, this person. I feel like- Somebody
1: could have been doing that all season, and that person might be in the playoffs over somebody else. So, no, you leave it alone.
0: So I'm only saying this because I can't remember their names because I only hear voices. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say Mike argued- That you might as well be like GMing their team too. Now you're GMing two teams. Exactly, exactly. And Andy argued, no, it's not against the rules. How is it any different from them soliciting advice? I don't like it. Yeah, okay. I I thought we would agree, but I, I'm with you. No, to just text them and say, hey, put change this in your lineup and do this.
1: And it's not even like you just said, hey, make, hey, look, set. You need to set your lineup. Right. It's not even like, oh, they had some players that got injured last week or some players on a bye, and you just said, hey, don't forget to set your lineup. Right. That'd be one thing. Because then you're still affording them the opportunity to make bad decisions. Right. Right? But no, you told them exactly what it is, that who they needed to play so they could beat this other team. I'd be pissed if I was that other team. <laughs> I'd <too>. be pissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah This is I don't all like the it. way bad. I don't okay. like it at all. Now, and to Andy's point, no, it's not against the rules. But it's frowned upon yeah you know that's it's just not cool and get those people out of your league it's
0: not collusion but it definitely is conspiracy to it's, defraud it totally feels <laughs> like it <laughs> it feels that it feels gross all right let's get into this thursday game
1: all right uh, real quick i'm gonna do waivers first I'm going to run these down real okay. fast. Uh, just some people to add. I know waivers have already cleared. We record this show on Wednesdays, but some of these people I've even looked at that are still sitting out there. Uh, we talked a little bit about Case Keenum mm-hmm. um, and about his next three opponents San Francisco, Oakland, Cleveland. I think he's a great ad.
0: Am I playing him over Jared Goff?
1: Who does Jared Goff have this week?
0: We just saw that. Chicago. Yes.
1: Maybe. Okay. Um, just go. We talked about LeGarrette Blunt. If Carry On is out, definitely pick up Blunt. He's 42% owned. Justin Jackson on the LA Chargers. We thought, I said, I said without a shadow of a doubt that Austin Eckler was going to be the guy.
0: Mm-hmm. And that, he, that did not
1: happen. 13 for 21 is all he rushed for.
0: Can I remind? <laughs> oh, well, I, didn't, I don't need to remind everyone because I didn't talk about myself enough. I went 3 and 0 oh this week, <laughs> and it was all because of Keenan Allen. Who had the he most ball. amazing game of his because life. Because
1: of the comeback. If you missed that game, you missed a heck of a football game. They were down to Pittsburgh, and they come back and stole that game in the fourth. It was beautiful. Um, Justin Jackson is only 21% owned, and he actually appears to be the guy in uh, on the Chargers. Eight for 63 and a touchdown last week, and that was all in the second half. So it, it looks pretty good. We talked about Jalen Samuels already. Uh, we talked about Chase Edmonds already. Monitor that Chase Edmonds thing again. If I picked him up this week, I wouldn't start him. Only because I want to see how they use David Johnson in their next matchup. But okay. if it looks like they're ramping his production down to save him for next year, then I think Chase Edmonds is a good add. Adam Humphreys and Chris Godwin, both Tampa Bay wide receivers. It's the Desha- Deshaun Jackson effect. With him missing, yeah, we watched those two ball last week. Um, Humphreys has a touchdown in each of the last three weeks. Ooh. He was three for 60 and one, six for 54 and one, and last week seven for 61 and one. So he's definitely coming on. Chris Godwin is averaging about four receptions a game. Last game he was five for 101 and one with Deshaun Jackson out. So that's another guy I'd be looking at. And of course, I've been talking about this guy for the last three weeks at tight end. Jonu Smith, I actually believe in him on Tennessee's offense. Maybe, And he's actually the only one that I believe in. We're going to talk about that in a minute.
0: Can I just throw this out there? Uh, Adam Humphreys, since week nine at Carolina, 25.4, 6.3, 14, 14.4, 14. 15.6. Mm-hmm. Against Carolina, he had two touchdowns. Now, because I was going to ask, who would you rather? <sighs> Jarvis Landry, um, since week nine. Humphreys. Eight, 3.2 by 4.5, 13.3 in this last week against Houston. Hasn't scored a touchdown since week seven.
1: Humphreys. Humphreys. At this point, look, Jarvis Landry, I look at him every single week, and I think, nah, <laughs> nah, not going to start him this week. I can't. I just don't feel comfortable. I don't feel confident. And every time I have, it's hurt me. Yeah. Um, his, his average is like eight points and that's just, it's, that's not winning.
0: All right. Anybody else off this Um, waiver list?
1: Nope. That's it. John Smith. Uh, that's it.
0: And, and I'll add, I know I'd only looked at one of our leagues, but in this league, all these people are available and what's keeping me from picking them up is I'm trying to be fair to our listeners. So, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> okay. And then I'll see what happens.
1: But yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. That's the only reason I don't, I don't mind doing it on Wednesdays. There are certain big guys that everybody's chasing after, and everybody else just kind of sits there. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty, pretty much at this point, a lot of people have their team set. Set, yeah. But with the injuries that have been happening, yeah. some of these guys are going to be really beneficial. Um, Thursday night football. This is going to be a snoozer, folks. We've got the four and eight Jacksonville Jaguars against the six and six Tennessee Titans. Um, this game has a thirty-eight point over/under.
0: Am I playing Tennessee's defense?
1: It's going to be slow going. I would probably play both defenses in this game. If you mm-hmm. have, I actually am starting Tennessee's defense in a couple of leagues.
0: I also have, up, um, but I feel like ugh, there's nobody else. Yeah. Nobody else is gonna do any more than Suck Up could possibly it's gonna do. be
1: kicks. Yeah. It's gonna be a field goal game. We saw this game earlier in the season, the final score was nine to six. Jack oh, yeah, nine that's to pretty- six Tennessee.
0: I like that. Yeah. Six from my kicker or nine from my kicker. Right. My defense has a solid eight. Yeah. Well, I'll keep that combination in.
1: Yep. So it's a defensive matchup. Jacksonville has won all of the last three meetings against these two teams. Um and again they won earlier this season. Though we did see the best of Jacksonville's defense last week uh, against the Colts, they shut Andrew Luck
0: out. Yeah, like a zero, out. as in nobody, as in no. Shut body.
1: them out. So that was impressive, and if they play like that tomorrow night, it's going to be very difficult for Tennessee to move the ball. And I think the same thing vice versa. Tennessee's still fighting for a spot in the uh, in the playoffs in the AFC or a wild card rather, and so I think they want it more. Okay. Um, they it had a great comeback against the Jets last week, and I think they're going to build off of that to solidify their wild card spot.
0: I'll tell you, you had a great comeback, even though they didn't win. Oakland! <laughs> we can all admit that it was amazing. So No? I'm the only I, one? They, I mean, it's, it would be
1: amazing if they beat them.
0: Yeah, I know. I
1: mean, they were playing the Chiefs. Can't if they could have much, pulled though. that out, that would have been dope. <laughs> that would have been pretty dope. Yeah. Um, Gruden would have been able to hang his hat on that one, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be this guy, though. You know who didn't? 15 other teams. (laughs) Um, Tennessee will win the game. And as I was about to say when I was talking about who to pick up in waivers, the only person I would even consider playing in this matchup is Jonu Smith. Okay. I would sit. Oh, and you mentioned the defenses and maybe the kickers. But I would sit everybody else.
0: Everybody else is a sit. Yep. All right. So that's our show for tonight.
1: No. Oh. It is not. I figure I will add this segment, and this is the one and only time I'm going to do it. I'll probably only do it once every season, but this is our shorter of the two shows. Okay. So I figure I'll add it here. And I just want to run down the top ten uh the top weakest fantasy schedules for the remainder of the season
0: top weakest fantasy schedules so this team has the best best schedule to get wins to get
1: points. wins yes based okay. on based on points allowed these okay. 10 teams are gonna feature the players that have the best matchups for your playoff weeks,
0: weeks okay. 14
1: 15 and 16. for fantasy right not for real life correct so Denver. Okay. Who we talked about multiple times. They have San Francisco, Cleveland, and Oakland. Arizona has Detroit, Atlanta, and the Rams.
0: But it's Arizona. Yeah. Fitzgerald. David Johnson.
1: Or Edmonds. All right. Uh, Carolina. Okay. Has Cleveland, the Saints, and the Falcons.
0: So the Black Panther with his hurt shoulder could still put up some points McCaffrey,
1: DJ Moore. Yeah. Uh,
0: Cleveland has Carolina, Denver, Cincinnati. Now, see, that's interesting because we just talked about how I'm not going to play Jarvis Landry anymore.
1: Yeah, but you still got Nick Chubb. You still got David Njoku. You still got Baker Mayfield. All right. Seattle has Minnesota, which is a tough one, but their last two are against teams who just let people score. San Francisco and Kansas City.
0: Okay. Uh, Atlanta has Green Bay. Arizona and Carolina. So something could happen for Matty Ice because he's been struggling the last couple weeks. They don't have Julio Jones. Well, they might not keep that injury.
1: And if they don't, Calvin Ridley might be a sneaky, sneaky start. Okay. Uh, Baltimore has Kansas City, Tampa
0: Bay, and Chargers, all teams that give up big numbers. Now, Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. You know what? I thought I wrote this down. Mm -mm. I did. I just forgot it in news. So since you brought it up, this is good to talk about it. Um, Lamar Jackson is going to play this week. He's going to be the starter because, of course, um, Flacco's hip is still hurt. He's been, okay, in the last three weeks, passing 150 yards, rushing for 119 yards, (laughs) passing uh, 178 yards and a touchdown. Rushing, 11 for 71 and a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and 125 yards passing, but 17 for 75 and a touchdown rushing. So –
1: So you guys realize he's the leading rusher on the team in the last three (laughs) weeks, right? I just want to make sure you guys know that. But this is no different than what he did in college. The only difference in college is that he was also able to pass for like 300 yards and three touchdowns, right? right? This is a league where you got two seconds in the pocket and you got to make a decision. And his His decision decision is usually to take off. Um, And again, we talked about how this is going to hurt the wide receivers there. Michael Crabtree has actually been catching some passes for the last few weeks. He was pretty silent all year with Joe Flacco, but he finds a way to get open when the plays break down. Um, So he's been pretty useful. I would manage his production a little bit, but John Brown has completely disappeared. John Brown was the guy earlier in the season, and now he's nowhere to be found in this offense. Um, So running game in Baltimore, and as long as they continue to win, they're going to continue to play like this. Run the ball, defense. Now, eventually, somebody's going to smack him in the head real hard. <laughs> <And> <laughs> He's going to get it's RG3'd. Be, yeah, it's, and then it's <laughs> it's going to go dark for a second, and then all of this is going to be over. But until then. But until then, play with him. Uh, last three, we've got Chicago. That has the Rams, the Packers, and the Niners. Dallas has Philly, Indy, and Tampa Bay. And last but not least, New Orleans has Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Pittsburgh.
0: All right. And uh, right on cue, it looks like that's our show. So um, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. night. Hopefully, Tennessee's defense can rock for me. Uh, I need Ryan Suckup to kick a few fifty-yarders until they change this rule. There you go. And um, we'll we'll talk to you guys again on uh, Friday or Saturday. Friday or Saturday, whichever we feel like. All right, peace.